Pesachim Dafnun Bet, the last thing we were discussing, a person going from one place to another, you do the Humrot here, the, the, you do the Humrot there. And Rav Safra asked the about a question. I know exactly when Rosh Chodesh is. I'm an expert in the calendar. When I'm going from one place to Eretz Yisrael, outside Israel to Eretz Yisrael, or if I'm in Eretz Yisrael and no one's watching me, can I do Melacha on Yom Tov Sheni or not? And he said, in public, no. In private, yes. Bamidbar Asur. Bamidbar is Mutar when no one's watching. And we got into the whole sugya of Yom Tov Sheni, if a person is coming from outside Israel to Israel, or from Israel to outside of Eretz Yisrael, and back and forth. And with that, we are starting Nun Bet Amud Aleph, three lines in, in the middle of the line, which says, Rav Natan Bar Asya. Rav Natan Bar Asya Azal Mibeir Rav. Rav Natan Bar Asya went from his Bet Midrash, Le Pumpadita, Be Yom Tov Sheni Shal Atzeret. And the problem was, it was outside of his home. Shamte Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef put him in Harem. Amale Abaye, Unagde Mornagide, give him Makot. He left at home. Amale Rav Yosef told him, Adifa Abdela, I did worse. Why? The Barava in Eretz Yisrael, Mimnu and Gida, the Barberav. In Eretz Yisrael, they would get together to be uh, to hit a Tamit Hacham who messed up on something. But they would never get together to, to do a harem because that's considered already too much for a Tamit Hacham. And the Aruch explains it a little bit different, but that's Rashi's Shita. Some say that Nagder of Yosef, Rav Yosef hit him, and Amar Le Abayah told him, you should put him in a harem. He went against the, the rules of Yom Tov Sheni. We put, uh, anyone who messes around with uh, the rules of, of Yamim Tovim of Galiyot the second day, we should put him in a harem. That's if it's a regular person who doesn't behave, doesn't have respect for what Hachamim have to say. Here he's a Tamil Hacham, and you don't punish him like that. I gave him a more lenient punishment. Because they get together to punish someone with makot, but they wouldn't get together to give him a harem. Now we learned in the Mishnah, same idea, after it was already came time to burn, there's no more in the field for the animals to eat. And you're taking it from a place where they finished to a place they didn't finish yet, and vice versa. You have to always burn it, always mahmir. Rav Yudah said, go to tell him to go pick up yourself. Meaning, it sounds like Rav Yudah was mekil. So the Gemara asks, Rav Yudah doesn't hold of what we said in the Mishnah that we always uh, we always be mahmir with him, no matter where we where you go, and should be asur to eat those fruits. So Amar Rav Shisha Bered Rav Idi, no, Milta Hariti Kamar Rav Yudah. Rav Yudah was talking uh, something totally else. Now what Tana Kamar said, Beachi Kamar, Omi Makom Shelo Kalu Le Makom Shelo Kalu, or maybe he went from a place where they didn't finish yet to another place where they didn't finish yet. Veshama Shekalu Bimkoma, and then he heard that uh, that he, that in his place it finished. I mean, he left when it was, there were was still fruits in the fruits and vegetables in the in the field, and now by the time he got to another place where didn't where they for sure have uh, fruits and vegetables in the field, he heard that in his original home there's no more fruits over there, and over there Tanakama says Hayav Levayer, and Rabbi Yehuda Omer no Tse Af Ata. 
you, if you're, you come from the same city as me, you can now buy from this place that I brought the fruits to. And over here, they didn't, uh, they, they didn't uh, finish with the food. They didn't have to burn it yet. So now the Gemara asks, It sounds like Rabbi Yudah is being lenient. Tanakama says burn it. Rabbi Yudah says you don't have to burn it. Rabbi Lazar has a tradition. Rabbi Yudah was trying to be mahmir. So the Gemara answers, You have to flip the girsa and say in the Mishnah that Tanakama says don't burn it. And Rabbi Yudah Omer, you would tell another person, go uh, go get fruits from where I brought them from. And over there they finished already, so it's too late. And here Rabbi Yudah was Mahmir. Amar, no, you don't have to flip it. You can leave it as is. You, he, he brought it from a place where they didn't finish yet, a place where they finished. And he brought it back and they still didn't finish. Go bring them from a place where they already finished and the other place, Vihakalu, and they already finished, and therefore you have to burn it. I don't. Matkif La Ravashe Ravashe says, I have a problem with with Rabbi Yudah. What's the what's the problem? Who cares if they already finished? Atu Agabade Hamra Kaltinu. Does the back of the donkey, meaning the car ride there, does that make the difference? It is now, that's where it grew? Is that's where it's from? That's going to make a difference if I have to burn it or not? Meaning first I brought it from a place where it didn't finish. Then I took it to a place where it finished. Then I went back. And now all of a sudden that's going to make the difference? No, the Mahalokot of Rehuda and Tanakam is a little bit different. It's the same Mahalokot as the following Tanaim. Ditnan. A person makes three types of pickles in one uh, in one barrel, and now already came time of the beer. Time, uh, I don't know. You have uh, let's say the cucumbers over there. It's time for them to get burnt, but I already have them in the bucket. Meaning they all get flavor from that one that's supposed to be burnt right now, and therefore they're all asur. No, they should all be mutar because they're all connected to the one that's still mutar. Listen, let's be fair. Whatever you're burning in the field, get rid of the, in the from given the same type from the barrel. like Tosafot explains that the three-way mahloket over here is about the pasuk that holds. The pasuk is coming to explain that you have to burn. And even if it has a flavor of something that is a true, you also have to burn it. Rabbi Yoshua held that you can't say that pasuk has to do with uh, flavor just because it has flavor, and therefore it's mutar. And the hidush of the pasuk is that even uh, even whatever is supposed to be burnt is mutar. And Rabban Gamliel understands that the flavor is gone, but uh, the, the fruit is not, and you have to get rid of the actual fruit. Now the halacha, we all say halacha like Rabban Gamliel in the sugya. Just the, there's a machloket aharonim and how to understand what's going on. According to Biyakiva Eger, that the tam of Shiv'it doesn't have to be burnt, doesn't have to get rid of it. But if it did give flavor in regular hulin type of uh, fruits or other sort of pot, then you would have to get rid of it. And the Hazoni says you don't have to get rid of it. 
And the bottom line is that Rav Asher is saying that the Mahloket between Rav Yudah and Rabbanan is the same Mahloket that we have in the, this Mishnah Legabe Perot Shevi'it. It's like if I brought a lot of fruits from from a place where they didn't finish yet to a place where they finished, and I pickled them together according to Tanakamad, you don't have to burn them. The only time you have to burn them is when there's no more fruits for the animals in the field. And according to Rabbi Yudah, the minute the first one is Asur, then everything else becomes Asur also. Why? Because we tell you, go get from that. And since you can't get from one of those minim, then everything is Asur. Now, that's Rav Asher. So we have Abaye so far. We have Rav Asher. Now we have Rabina Amar. Biplukta dahanetane. No, it's a machloket of the following Mishnah Ditanan in Masechet Shevi'it. Ochlin batemarin ad sheikhle aharon shebetsoar. The people in Eretz Yehuda, they could eat uh, dates until the last date finished in the city called Soar. Soar was the city of the dates. And the idea is, uh, you know, uh, Eretz Yisrael is split up into regions. You have the middle, you have the, the south, which is Yehuda. The top is Galil. And if an animal wants to eat something, can't find over here, it goes over there. But it doesn't go to a different region. That's why if uh, if in Yehuda, it goes after that last city, which is Tsar. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Ochlin al shelben akipin, ve'en ochlin al sheben ashitzin. If the dates, uh, you know, they're off the tree, but they're still at the bottom of the of, of the tree between the scruff around the date tree, Rabban Shimon and Gamliel would still consider that as there's uh, dates for the wild animals. But if there's, if let's say the dates fell onto thorns and they can't, the wild animals wouldn't be able to get to it. That's already considered like there's no more in the field and you would have to burn whatever you have at home. And Tanakama is not Mehalek, doesn't differ like that. Therefore, according to him, even if there's dates left in the thorn bushes, you don't have to burn what you have at home. And the Mahloket that would be between Rabbanan and Yehuda would be that according to Rabbanan, if they didn't totally uh, didn't finish in the in the field, there's still there's still some left, even if they're in thorn bushes, you don't have to burn. Like Tanakama uh, Rabban Shimon Gamliel, like that, like so Rabbanan or like Rabbanan, Rabbanan would be like Tanakama, and Rabbi Yehuda would be like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, and he would say, if bottom line is you can't go get it and bring it to an animal, then you'd have to burn it. So in the case where it's in a thorn bush, you physically can't get it, and that's the time you would have to burn. Now, there's three lens when it comes to uh, burning of the Shemitah food. Yehuda, there's the, the Jordan area, and then there's the north part, the Galil. And in each region, there's uh, three lens. Meaning altogether there would be nine. So why they say three when it came to Bi'ur? Meaning in the three of the Galil, they could continue eating until the last one in the Galil doesn't have uh, that fruit anymore. So the Gemara asks, How do we know that in Yehuda we eat, uh, we continue eating, let's say, uh, dates? Until the last area finishes its dates. Amar of Hama Barokva, Amar Biosi, Barhaina, Amar Kera, Belibhem Techa, Belahaya Shea, Bad Secha. 
and we doresh kozman shehaya ochelat min asadeh. Then ha'achel behemah shebabayit. You don't have to burn it. However, kalal lehaya shebasadeh. If there's no more fruits in the sadeh for that wild animal, kalal lebimtecham in a bite. You have to burn all the fruits from your animal in the house. Ogmire, and we have a tradition. Then haya shebihuda gedela al perot shebagalil. The tradition is that an animal from the from Yehuda does not grow. I mean, it cannot satiate itself. Doesn't eat the food from the Galil. The en Galil and the animals in the Galil they cannot get al They can't grow on the fruits that are in Yehuda. Meaning they could walk around the Galil area, but they can't go to Yehuda. That's already too much for them. Tanu Rabbanan. Fruits that left Eretz Yisrael, they went outside of Eretz Yisrael. The time for burning in Eretz Yisrael came. They burn wherever they are. They could be in America, they could be in Europe, doesn't make a difference. We have to bring them back to Israel and burn them there. It sounds only in, in Eretz Yisrael you burn. But the Gemara says, but you already learned the Artsecha for a, diff- a totally different reason. The Bnei Yehuda only worry about Yehuda area. They don't worry about Galil. So the Gemara explains that the Pasuk, Karibe Ba'aretz Be'artsecha. It could have said Ba'aretz, but it says Be'artsecha. And therefore we could be Doresh two things. Inami Me'asher Be'artsecha. Or you could say from the extra word Asher. That you're only somech on your fruits of your region, and that uh, if it, you took it outside, you bring it back in. Rav Safra nafak meretz sel hutzal aretz. Rav Safra left from meretz sel to outside meretz sel. Hava behade garba de hamra. He had with him a barrel of wine, the shviyit, and the time to get rid of it came. Lavu behade ravuna bered ravika ravkana. So ravuna and ravkana were within Amar Lehuni. Told them ika deshemi alem mined Rabbi Abu halacha Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. Did anyone hear from Rabbi Abu the halacha like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar or not? Meaning, do I have to bring this back with me to Israel to burn it or not? Amar le ravkana. So ravkana told him hachi Amar Rabbi Abu. So Rabbi Abu said halacha Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. So and since he saw Medakdek to listen to every little small halacha from his rabbi, you could trust him. It was a double fenced area, a fence within the fenced area. And Rahaba wasn't sure, it was a review then. Siao said it was a regular review then, he said it in the name of both. So Rav Yosef said about Rav Safra, Ami My nation will ask for his advice. Umaklo He'll give him his, his stick. And what do you? He, he says no, instead of maklo, the mekel. Kol mekelo magidlo. Whoever uh, gives the lenient opinion to Rav Safra, he's posek like him. Now, Rabbi Lai cuts kafniyatadish viayit. Rabbi Lai cut a palm tree. 
it had small dates on it, and it was during uh, Shemitah year, but he needed for the wood. And Tosafot mentions over here that it's probably a case where the wood of the tree is worth more than the fruits that are coming out of it, and that's why you were allowed to cut it down. And the Gemara asks, How could you even cut it? It says, You're only allowed to eat from the, the, the fruits. Velolev said that you can't just cut it down. And if you want to say that's only when you're going to, to get fruits, that means it's ripe. But if they're not, they're not fully ripe, then law, and it wouldn't be a sur, you can't say that. The shells that go around the fruits, the dates of the orla, asire, they're considered part of the fruit and they're asur. Because they're guarding the fruit, so they're considered part of the fruit. When does it become a shomer guard of the fruit? When the, the dates are very, very small. It means the You see, these small fruits are considered dates. So again, we have a problem. How did it be like? I cut the, 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 the palm tree. How do you cut the date tree when there were small dates? They're considered fruits, and you know how to cut fruit, a fruit tree on the Shemitah year. So the Gemara explains Rav Nahman, who said that an unripe fruit is considered a fruit. A grape that is starting to bud, it has a flower on it. Asur, it's asur because uh, from the sur of Orla. Why? It is considered peri. And Rabbanan argue on Rabbi Yossi. They allow the semadar. It's not considered part of the Orla. It's not a, because an unripe fruit is not a fruit. And Rabbi Elai, who cut the tree, holds like Rabbanan. Now the Gemara has a problem with this. Matkif l'arav shimim in hadi'ah umipligera banan alei the Rebbe Yosi v'shari lanot. You know, do Rab do Rabbanan really argue on uh, on Rebbe Yosi when it comes to other fruit trees? Meaning, maybe they only argued when it came to the the, the grapes, but not not the the the, the palm tree. V'hatanan, we have a Mishnah. Me'ematay en kotasin atay lanot v'shivrit. When can you not cut trees anymore on the seventh year on the Shemitah year? This way, they don't lose the fruits. Bet Shemai says they are sure to cut the minute they start to have leaves coming out of the tree. Bet Dilel Omrim well depends. Harovin Mishia Sharjeshiru the carob tree when you start to see chains. Vagefanim the grape the vine. Mishia Griu when they start to have grapes coming out. Olives when they when the olives start to come out when you see when you start to see the bud. and any other tree whenever they start uh, having their flowers come out. that small grape is the gerua is that the mishia griu that we were just saying talking about and that's pulalavan. The Gemara asks. You're telling me that it's full alavan. Full alavan is a bean. Ela ema. You have to say shiuro. The size of it is keful alavan. Uman shamat le deamar. Who's the one who said that boser in semadar lo? Only when it's a boser, it's considered a fruit. But if it's a semadar, it's not. Rabbanan who argue on Rabbi Yossi. Vekatanen. It says shar kol ilanot misheotziu. That all the other trees, you know how to cut the minute they start having leaves coming out. 
And if that's the case, Rabbanan agree with other trees that you don't cut when the leaves come out. So how did Rabbi Eli cut the, the, the palm tree? How did he cut the, 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 when the dates were small? So the command's answer is, Eli, you have to say, Rabbi Eli, bedin is cuts. Rabbi Eli cut a tree that the fruits would never really fully ripen while they're on the tree. I guess you have to take it, put it in a bowl, let it... Uh, 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 you know, let it stay there a little bit until it becomes ripe, and so there's really no no loss on the actual fruits. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.